All right, Josh, you had an idea about some things. I did, and I wanted to talk about the thankfulness of friendship because we've talked about the value of friendship and the value of our friendship, but we haven't really talked about that much about how we're thankful for each other's friendship, and I think maybe this could be a good uh, kind of tearjerker moment to talk about that for a few minutes uh, in a rare opportunity. So why don't we launch out on the loop and discuss this? Today on Curiosity Continuum. Talking over my bass lick, man. I'll tell you what, how rude. I'm gonna ramp it down. We can wait. <laughs> yeah, you already ruined it. Hey, everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an industry innovating, non traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine a mix of essential elements needed to empower people to succeed in new ways not possible outside of a grateful, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious people. You did it again. <laughs> hey, it happens. Creative. <laughs> grateful is my new word. And we're going to make a t-shirt with it, folks, so be stay tuned for that new word that Josh makes up. Creative. Follow us on your favorite podcast app. To receive notifications of new content, if you like what you hear and want to dive deeper, visit us at curiositycontinuum.com. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation where two grown men (laughs) run the chance of having an emotional moment while recording. Well, right. Well, it's not even that. It's just more like we've always talked about our friendship. We've talked about the value of our friendship. But I don't think we ever talked about how thankful we are for each other's friendship. I mean, I know we've said it like, oh, I'm thankful for your friendship. You know, blah, 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 blah. I got the words. But like, why are we thankful for it? And I think it's for me, especially, it's like really changed the way I look at the world. Um, We are like Brian and I, we also consult on the side, too, with CC and through the consulting journey. I have understood that like every Josh needs a Brian. (laughs) Every Brian needs a Josh. And I've seen that we've seen this dynamic. And so it just makes me more thankful for uh, like Brian as a friend and Brian is like the grounding influence in my life because on the business side, because otherwise I would be like totally lost, you know, (laughs) I'm drawing it out of you, my friend. I'm drawing it out. Mm hmm. One of the things that uh, Josh has done in this dynamic is there's a lot of things that can happen in my mind. My wife will tell me this often, like, this happened in your mind only. (laughs) You didn't say it. It's not real. Yeah. It's not real. You didn't say it. And that's fair. What Josh has done has, uh, it's forced me to kind of voice it, but in a way where um, it's something because he's known me for so long, there is a familiarity about what I might say. And so he can kind of like 
back me into what I'm trying to say sometimes. And that's useful just because sometimes it's like you don't know what you don't need to don't know what you don't know what you're gonna say. I know it's funny, but my wife said one time to me, Why don't you just marry Brian? And <laughs> I said, Well, because I you know, that's not the way this works. Yeah, it's a different <laughs> podcast, folks. <laughs> different podcast. But I I think that maybe Brian has had these kind of conversations with his wife as well, because oh, I... Brian and I do get each other. Like we get each other in a very it's a very different way than being married, but it is like that. It's that dynamic of very intimate friendship that has literally grown over 40 years, like 35 plus years now. I can say 35 plus because it's been over 30, less than 40, less than more than 35. I'm saying 35 plus. Um, I'm actually like, Looking forward to the day I can say Brian and I have been friends for 40 years because that's coming up. It's coming up. Don't rush it. And I'm no, no. For it too, I'm not rushing it. I'm not rushing it, but it's it's coming. But I'm like, you know, that is special in its own right because even I don't know many people that have friends for that long. That like even still talk like you might know somebody, but are they really friends? You know, and I can say without a doubt excuse me i can say without a doubt brian and i are friends and even through that like we had a few years there where we didn't really talk that much it wasn't that many years but we didn't talk that much but when we did start talking again we just totally picked up where we left off that's something that with friends that are dear you can you can go time a big span of time and you feel like you pick up where you left off and that doesn't mean that you don't change. It doesn't mean that they've changed. Right. But what it does is it provides that context for starting the conversation anew. And one of the things that was has been good in this friendship has been kind of the outworking of the of each of one another and your own selves over time. Because those things in every relationship you change. You are a different person at every stage. And some of that, you realize that some friends are for a season. That's okay. Exactly, yeah. And there are other ones that are kind of endure. I can tell you that Josh and I don't have the same friendship we did back in second grade. <laughs> no, There's been a few all. other things that have kind of come around to that reality. One of the things that helps is the, the feeling of safety. To not have to be on. Because you can just be you. When Josh started nerding out in front of me about Star Trek, he could have (laughs) protected that mess, (laughs) backed up slowly, and he just shared it. Right? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what this is about. Let me try it. You know, it's enough to be curious about another person. And so in those type of situations... Are you still curious about somebody? And are you gracious enough to roll with them? Because they may hopefully be gracious enough to roll with you through changes. Like, for sure. Like, I think it's funny, too. Like, if you know Brian and I, like, see us, like, physically together. So, like, Brian is the exact opposite of me. Um, He's not white. He's (laughs) uh, not a large man. His beard is not as luxurious as mine, even though mine's I don't not know that if great. I actually call it a beard, but thank he you. has hair. I don't. 
Yeah. So like, you're like literally the exact opposite of me, like physically, you know, but there's just something sympathetical about the way we like talk, the way we think about stuff. And I don't know how much that has been like over the years curated um, in each other's minds. But I also know that I know one thing between both of us is that we are what each other needed when we needed it. And I'm always thankful for that because that is like a, uh, a sounding board of somebody I can just sound stuff off. And like Brian said, like, you're not going to judge me. And I'll just say, I'll even say something. I'm just going to say it. Um, and it might sound bad, but I'm just saying it. And so I say it and then we work through the conversation. It's not like you have to make it politically correct quote unquote, or I don't have, like, if I'm just thinking of something, I can just say it and there's no judgment there. It's just what it is. And, uh, honestly, I think without that, I would be totally lost in a lot of times because I, yeah, everybody needs that person. They can just talk to like that and not their parents. Like you can't do that to your mom, like say, mom, I'm thinking this, you know, and this is, just need someone else, especially, I think, especially everyone needs somebody like that. Human beings are designed to live in relationship with one another. When you were saying like, Hey, I could just say it. Yeah. One of the things I've been learning about a lot in counseling is psychological and emotional safety. Right now, if you would have told Brian four years ago, even about psychological and emotional safety, I would have been all. Poor little puppy. I would have probably had that stance. Poor you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But because it's because I wasn't allowing myself to actually admit that that was important. Right. And not everybody is that, right? Even like the closest people, you have to know like, I can share this, I can't share that. And that's just the nature of relationships. You kind of have to know that, right? Right. I've been fortunate in the, the arc of Josh and my friendship where there wasn't anything where I felt like this is not something that I can mention because you kind of test it over time. You're like, well, can I say this? And you can find out, you know? And Brian said it and I still came over. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I wasn't like weirded away. you know. <laughs> That's important folks because it is. sometimes you can start to feel weird in your own life. And Maybe you need somebody that's just as weird as you to live in that weirdness for a minute. Or it's somebody that's like going like, man, that like you do you in that way, you know, and part of. I'll say this about about you, Josh, like you never required me to have a certain viewpoint on something just because you did. There was room for the disagreement because we knew that the goal was to have a friendship Right. And I, I need to encourage people in this. I think people are deficient in their friendships and in their relationships now. Not because it never existed previously, but I really feel that there is a deficit that's happening in people's lives because they have not said, my goal is to be a friend. Right. They've looked for reasons as to why I shouldn't trust you and I shouldn't like you. Correct. So Very that's a different approach. That's exactly what I was going to get at is that the hierarchy of things. So like if you have the friendship is number one, which we do, 
There's nothing you can tell me that's going to dissuade the friendship. Right? Now, I may not like what I hear, and we may disagree about it, but at the end of the day, we're still friends. And so I think that that is a very important, very important thing to take away. Like, with social media and all that, like if we would have met today with social media, I don't know if we would have been as good of friends as we were, but we were forced to actually listen to each other to a certain point when we said, Oh, we'll hang out. And then Brian happened to move a little bit closer to me geographically. And back in the day, geography was destiny, you know, it definitely mattered. Yep. And we loved hanging out anyway. So we just hung out more. And I think as we did that, we we were forced to have some hard conversations. Like Brian and I knew each other through, you know, adolescence, puberty, you know, all the way through now, till now. <laughs> I mean, we've had some hard times. Back when um, Josh was an Elto, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> the ex- choir. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but we've had some hard times, you know. And we've known each other through that. And then actually getting to talk about that and learning that and like exploring each other's like boundaries in that way has really changed like me as a person. I know it's changed you too. And I don't think it's, it's none of it's for detriment. I think every part of it's been good because I would be totally a guy living on my own, probably not in a house probably renting uh, in my own slobber, you know, <laughs> like if I didn't have Brian, because Brian pushed me to like, just the thought of Brian, like doing stuff like, Oh, I need to do stuff too. But then that actually helped me like, Oh, I really need this, you know? And I know that that's been sympathetico that way. So it's an interesting concept to talk about. I know we don't have enough time to talk about it tonight. That could be a whole like series of podcasts, probably. I love it, man. I love you too. Thank you for the words, and I, I the the feelings are definitely mutual. I think the thing, the thought I want to leave people with is this: there's a lot of uh, people and circumstances that are trying to make you chase the dopamine rush, right? Trying to chase right the, like the pleasure components of your brain. Yeah, the one. Of course, it feels good. The want it now. Yeah. But I'll tell you that there's a lot of things to be said about friendships and relationships forged in the crux of of suffering, of struggle, of many different kinds of things where it didn't go perfect. And that builds trust because you realize that in the situations where things are not going quite right, you ask yourself the question, who can I trust? And those situations often bring out to the deeper character outworkings in somebody not expecting people to be perfect but it kind of shows their attitude toward you and toward a situation and my question for you is what have you who have you experienced some major life struggle or suffering moment that has made you appreciate the other person that you were alongside during that i think we leave give them a phone call yeah give them a phone call talk to them uh, tell them you're thankful. And I'm thankful I know, for my friend Josh. Yeah. And I'm thankful for my friend Brian for sure. Um, I think we leave it there. Until next time, folks. This is Brian. And this is Josh. The Curiosity Continuum. <laughs>